Hey guys, and welcome to the Outlast Podcast. I am Frank, and I'm here with my mom, Shirley. Hello. And today we're talking about Season 38, Episode 2, One of Us is Going to Win the War. And how'd you like this episode? I liked it. Uh, I liked it better than the first episode, just because we got to see more of everyone. Yeah. Uh, We definitely saw more of the Manu tribe than we have commas, so there's still... Couple people I really don't know much on their, you know, about their personalities or right. their skills. But, um, you know, as it goes on, of course, we'll get to know them more. Yeah, one thing I really liked is this felt like a more survivor episode. The last one was such an introduction that we didn't get to get into idol finding. Right, right. Really, you know, yeah, the fun the stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that felt good. Um, so last time, and that's, we have a new word too, we have to, or a new phrase we have to remember. So uh, last time, we had Reem get voted out, and she had the option to either go to what we were calling Extinction Island or go home, which to me seems like a no-brainer. Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but she decides to go to Extinction Island. They are calling it Edge of Extinction, so we're going to try to call it that, although I think Extinction Island works better for us. I know. <laughs> so we'll see how long that lasts. But they're either going to go to the extinct, uh, Edge of ex- Extinction. <laughs> can't seem to get that damn word out. They're going to go to the edge of extinction or go home. That's right. their choice. Yeah. So, uh, and Reem decided to go to the edge of extinction. And they've been really quiet about what this is. And so far, what it looks like it is, and I really like the idea of this, is it's, you have to survive out there basically by yourself. Right. And she has no help on supplies or food. Uh, by the end of the episode, we find out that she's been out there for three days and only had, I think she said, like, a cup of, of coconut or whatever for the last three days. Yeah. So that's what she's dealing with out there. Now, what I'm wondering is, as people vote it out and they take that decision to go out to uh, Edge of Extinction, does that become a new tribe? Does it slowly, slowly start to grow? And my favorite part of all this, nobody else knows about this whole thing. Yeah, she's really excited about when she comes back surprising <laughs> yeah. everybody, you yeah. know, which I love. That's going to be a lot of know? fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we have that. And um, and one thing that's the interesting aspect of it, too, is if she ever gets frustrated or if she's ready to go home, she can just raise this sail. It's like a mast that's this belt buried out there a little bit. She'll be able to raise that and the boat will come pick her up. Yeah. Super tempting when you're out there starving. Yeah, you know, she, like was, she was thinking about it and then she just, you know, I don't know, got some inner strength or something and said that she's got to do this for her family. You know, yeah. she felt if she left her family, she has to show them that she's really going to, you know, give it her all. So that right. was really cool. And that's one thing that's really neat about this, too, is ever since the first season, it's been a real wake-up call for anybody who's new to the show that Survivors is nothing about... I mean, it's really very little about surviving out there. It's all about surviving the social game. Right. Well, this part is surviving out there. Yeah. I mean, you are a castaway, so that'd be really cool. Yeah. Anyways, after we get introduced to Reem and how uh, everything's going on... Ex- Edge of Extinction, about to say Extinction Island. <laughs> Edge of Extinction. Uh, we go to Manu, and uh, we find out it's been raining. It's kind of wearing everybody down. Everybody's got the little fingers, where they, <laughs> the wrinkle fingers. Yeah. And uh, right away, Wendy's trying to defend her choice to stick with the Reem and warns everybody, hey, Kelly's playing a good game. Right. It's just a smart move, right? Yeah, exactly. Shows Wendy's kind of drawn, uh, looking at the future, and uh, she's cool with David because David's less aggressive. Now, do you think that's David's personality, or is he playing a smart game to try not to bring any uh, targets to himself um i think he's definitely playing a good game yeah and you know he's all for getting kelly out because like he said you know she's only going to let him go so far right she knows she's got to get david out yeah so you know he's he's kind of all for it um the one that's not is mad dog 
right. Dan, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call him, uh, he feels that, she, you know, Kelly's already got a target on her back. So let's keep her because at some point everybody's going to want to get her off. Yeah. You know, because the shield. she's a target. She's, she's yeah. a shield, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, keeping her in, you know, he thinks is a good idea. Um, but I don't know. I don't you know. know. Yeah. I, I, think, I think Wendy's I, big thing at this point is just trying to say, like, Let's not just look at me right away because she already yeah. feels like she's on the outs. Yeah. So she's just trying to like take the target off Yeah, herself. she's really worried after Reem going out because she attached yeah. herself so much to Reem that she's next. Well, and I think it's a lesson for Wendy because I think Wendy's learning that it's not about who you like out there. That's that's so very little of it. It's who can get you to the end. And she, she might be readjusting her plan, seeing that uh, David and his small alliance is actually an alliance she could fit in with and kind of right. you know, right. merge with. Um, then we have people start talking. Kelly and Dan are worried about Wendy saying, you know, you know, she's talking to people, she's working her way. So they're yeah. starting to catch on to that. And Kelly, who's a player, she's out there. She says, Hey, we need to start hunting for this idol. Um, and she, and you notice that she's taking charge right away. She is. Yeah. But I also notice, um, at one point she's seeing that mad dog is too, and doesn't really care for that. Yeah. You know, that yeah, later he seems on sure. to be leading. Yeah. So, you know, I think she definitely wants to be in control. Uh, they did War all dog. go out you, I think there. You said Mad Dog. Did I say Mad Dog? Yes. <laughs> War Dog. Oh my I god. Why did I get Mad Dog? So guys, let's let's settle this right now. This is this is our last last season we had to go with whatever, blue and orange, whatever, because we couldn't say the tribe's yeah. names. We're gonna have such a hard time saying War Dog. <laughs> I'm calling him Dan. So translation okay. from here on out for me. War Dog is Dan. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. But the show is showing War Dog. War Dog yeah. So I think that's know. what he wants to be called. And last week I said the other way around. I said let's just call him War Dog. But that's so hard to remember. It really is. And so, where the heck did I get Mad Dog? <laughs> I don't. Yeah, <laughs> that's got to be a character that we've seen before. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so back okay, so on Dan. track. Yeah, <laughs> Dan. Okay. Yeah, Kelly didn't like uh, when he started taking control. Yeah, you know. So they're both trying to play the the boss role, which yeah. is dangerous in its own yeah. right. We get back to Takama Tribe, and everyone seems to be having fun. Uh, they're even learning dances and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Ron was having a great time. He was <laughs> leading them all because, you know, he's a teacher. So, right. You know, he he's has that. Be yeah, the exactly. He has that vibe right away. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. Aubrey was really getting into it, too. That was funny. Well, the thing, though, is Aubrey's getting getting into it because she's purposely trying to fit in. She's not a fan of this whole let's all do kumbaya thing. <laughs> yeah. Aubrey's a gamer. She knows, she knows that this is, you can't get the truth out of people when everybody's being friendly because yeah. they're putting on a mask to be friendly yeah. as she is. Yeah. And she wants to know who's where and everything like that. She's, that's why she's my favorite of the returners. Yeah. Uh, she's playing She kind of got a little column. carried away with that, though. Well, yeah. So we see that she's actually approaching everybody with the kind of like standard, look, you and me, we're friends. We think a lot. Yeah. Da, 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 da. yeah. Real salesman tactic. Right. And she's, she's using it on everybody. She is. She goes up to them and says, you remind me of, you know, her brother. Or yeah. remind me of this one and that one. That she does with almost each person. And that's when, you know, she also comes up to Julia and Victoria yeah. and says, what do you think about the returning players? You know, so she's really trying to work yeah. everybody. Yeah. And they caught on to that, you know, so they didn't like that too much. They were talking about getting her out when that was happening. Yeah. And, and it, yeah, it's just bringing more attention to yourself. And while she is my favorite of the returners, it's kind of like play the David game, play it low, pick a couple people to be your BFFs and just get to, get to the merger and stuff like that. You're right yeah. now, you got too big of a target on your back. Yeah. I, my suggestion for her is get to the merger and then pitch the whole guys. I've already been in this game. They're never going to give me the million dollars. Yeah, exactly. Take me to them because they're <laughs> never going to let me win. Yeah. And then win. Oh yeah. yeah pull the Sandra. Um, <laughs> 
And then so we head to commercial. We're back with Manu. Uh, the idol hunt is on. They're right. all out there. There's no hiding it because, hey, look, guys, this is for real. Wendy already knows that she's on the outs. Just find that idol. Yeah. Um, and Rick and David, they have a pretty interesting discussion. And I'm really liking these this pair. Uh, they decide, they're, they're, they're discussing, is Kelly doing this whole idol hunt to hide the fact that she already found the idol? Right. Good thinking. It's smart thinking. That's yeah. above the board. Yeah. What do you think? Do you think Kelly would have done that? I think she would have. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, I mean, that's in that's, the wheelhouse. Yeah. I think that's good game playing right there. We've seen that before where, you know, they say, oh, let's go hunt for the idol when it's in their pocket. We saw that with the last season, you know. Yeah. So I think Kelly would definitely do that. I think it was great that Rick, you know, thought of that right away. and then went He's impressing David. me already. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. Uh, and then we see, and David even brings up a point, too, when he's, he's talking to Cameron, he says that... Kelly's not going to let me go far. And it's because Kelly's played this game. She's very smart. This is her third time returning to the island. Mm-hmm. And he knows that I need to either get Kelly out or be ready to fight Kelly off. Because yeah. she's not going to let him go deep. Right. Once they go to the merger, I mean, David's the perfect ally when you're in the merger. When you're one solo tribe. Yeah. Um, again, with that whole pitch. Like, guys, I already got too far. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, so we get David and Rick. They end up approaching Wendy, who's on the outs. And talk about blindsiding Kelly. Um, and, and we have this title lines forming between Rick and David and they start working their game. All right. Uh, we go back to Kalman. We see that Gavin and Eric, they start searching for the idol. And, uh, Gavin says, you know, it's funny cause when you have a fan like Gavin coming on the show, those are always my favorites to watch because yeah. <laughs> they, they think like you, it's, everybody's a fan for their own, on survivors, but sometimes you get those super fans that like say something they're like, oh yeah. And so he says, how do they even find these idols and stuff like that? And then he's out there searching for them. So that was yeah. pretty cool. <laughs> and then what that I like, <laughs> what I like is Julie, and uh, you see that they're all like doing their thing or whatever. Julie and uh-huh. her friends, and she says, "What are the men?" And they're talking about what are the men doing? Oh, they're out there searching for the idols. And the girls yeah. are like, "Oh, you know, uh, uh, Victoria, I think it was." Uh-huh. Specific- I'm still getting the. Oh God, guys, we have a picture. We have pictures of everybody, and we're like searching the names as we're writing things down. <laughs> we're going as fast as we Don't can. Don't tell our secrets. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> if we're a little delayed or we're wrong in the names, like War Dog versus Stan, it's yeah. because. <laughs> In the midst of writing notes, we nonstop write notes. We, we right. are so happy for commercial breaks because we can catch up on the notes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no fast forwarding for commercials for us. Um, anyway, so forgive us if we're a little slow in the names. Either way, um, I think it was Victoria that says, yeah. uh, says, oh, should we babysit them more? And Julie's like, heck no. We need to be searching for the idol ourselves. Yeah, yeah. And she starts talking about how the percentage of men, you know, it's much higher that men find the idols versus women. Yeah. And, you know, she's like, men are just natural hunters. And, you know, that that's kind of their, the way they work. And yeah. so, you know, she's talking about how they need to get out there. And Victoria's, you know, like, where do you begin? I don't know where to start. And I'm just yeah. like, come on, girlfriend, just go out there and start <laughs> walking around. You're not going to find it right here at camp, you know. Yeah. So, Yeah. And uh, and I just like this about Julie. She's like aggressive, and she's she's thinking like we're gonna win this because we make sure we win it. We're not gonna get carried by anybody. Yeah, just smart. Yeah, definitely. Uh, then back in Manu, we see that Lauren finds the idol in a fallen tree. And yeah. what I really like about this, she buries it and doesn't tell Kelly, her closest ally. Right. I'm hoping that she continues with that. I I would just because I think Kelly's. She's too dangerous, and at some point you might need to use that idol on her. Yeah, that's what I'm kind of worried about with Lauren is she's kind of getting in tight with Kelly. Yeah. And Kelly does have a target on her back. So if they get Kelly out, Lauren would be next. I mean, yeah. you know, it's a possibility. So 
It, uh, kind of worried about that. That's a possibility, and that's kind of like if it was scripted the right way, it would go. But a lot of times, what we see is when somebody's a real tight alliance with somebody, especially this early on, is they're the they're the biggest shock value when you want to when you want to flip on them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So she might see a moment where she can go with da- uh, David or something like that, flip on Kelly, and blindside the heck out of her. Yeah. Because she said that's like if Rick wanted to really make a move because they start building their resumes, you know, about halfway through. All right, well, Rick, if you want to make a move, you take out David. Like that's your that's your resume yeah. builder. So you need to be careful that, that that hidden idol out in that beach somewhere. That's going to be important someday. Yeah. So that'll be interesting. That's to see. true. Yep. All right, we come back and we're at the immunity slash reward challenge. Reward is going to be either spices and like cooking utensils or mm-hmm. fishing kit. Uh, real quick question: Which one would you go with? I would probably go fishing kit. Yeah, that's probably the smart move. You know, you can do without spices. Yeah. That's a luxury, you know. It's kind of nice to have. <laughs> <laughs> it is. But the fishing kit can get you a lot more food. So That's true. You know, that's true. I-, I would go with that myself. All right. And uh, one thing we, we should know is when they walk on, he does say, Rima's voted out. And you're, we ended rewinding it. You were yeah, pointing out, like, what's he say? Sure, yeah. So um, didn't say, like, Reem's going home. He always, that's yeah. one thing with Jeff is he kind of has, like, these, one like, you hear him, you're like, all right, it's survivor's time again when he says, you know. I don't know, certain things he says, you know, yeah. and you're like, that's, that's, uh, that's Jeff. Yeah. And, um, this, so he says Reem is voted out and. Which she was, but we just kind of wondered since she's still there. Yeah. How's he going to say You know, it? would he word that a little differently, you know, but so that was interesting. All right. And then how did, how did challenge go? I know this is another one of those challenges. It was just so many steps involved. Yeah. Like yeah. the last week. So this might be a theme for this. I know. <laughs> We're going to be rewinding and writing down all the steps exactly. every week now. <laughs> so how did it go? Okay. So um, since Reem is out, um, the other one, uh, Kama Tribe, had Julie sit out. Mm-hmm. And um, so what they did is they're all out in the water. They had to jump in the water, swim to um, a cage. And in this cage, there's like this long snake. And it's it's like a bag that's filled with something. Yeah, and yeah. I don't know how long. I won't guess because I'll get it wrong. I'm going to guess 20 feet. Okay. About that yeah. Okay. It, it was long and very heavy because it's in water. You right, know? right, right. Yeah. So they had to grab the snake. They all had to get inside to start with, grab the snake, pull it back out of the cage. And um, then they had to bring it to the beach. And they had, there's four sets of knots. They had to undo the knots, and then they had to get the tiles that are inside. They have, like, numbers on them. The right. Tiles, yeah. And then um, once they get the tiles, then they have to do a combination lock mm-hmm. with the numbers is what helps them with the combination lock. Right, right. And then they get these rings, and then they have to do a ring toss on these paddles. So much stuff, yeah. I know, it's crazy. I'm trying <laughs> to, like, keep it all in place here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they throw these rings on the paddles. The paddles flip, and it spells out immunity. Yeah. So, um, it was really good. Uh, comma tribe, of course, was ahead. They're kicking they, butt. They are really well, kicking let's, butt. Well, let's talk about why they were ahead in the beginning. This is a big important thing, too, is Keith doesn't know how to swim well. We saw really that last struggles. week. Yeah. And it's it's a biggie. So, so when they're swimming, I think it was Chris that came back to help him Chris swim. Chris helped him, yeah, throughout the whole challenge. Now... Personally, nothing against Keith. We really actually quite a bit like him. If you don't believe us, look at our preview show. We gave him high rankings. Yeah. We'll talk about that later yeah. on. Um, 
if you were if you were in Keith's shoes, like for me, I'm not a fast runner. I'm not going to go on Survivors. I know I'll do bad at challenges. Yeah. Would you go on Survivors knowing you can't swim well? I would not. Yeah. It's just I mean, dangerous. I would. If I had the chance to go on Survivors, of course, I'd be like, heck yeah. But See, I would I definitely be learning how to swim. Okay. You think that's what you'd do? Okay. You know, I don't know how quick he found out he was going, but even right. when I applied that's true. to go on Survivors, I'd be taking some swimming lessons because you know... Saying. You're going to be out in that water regardless. Yeah, you know, that's what he should have done. Why wouldn't you just learn how to swim? So it's know? not a, not of a case of like, oh, I just wouldn't go. You would take everything you can to get ready for oh, it. Oh, yeah. yeah. I wouldn't lose the chance of Start going. eating grubs day one when you yeah. signed up. <laughs> I'm <laughs> but, on a worm diet, guys. And, and you know, maybe he has tried and he yeah. just couldn't get that ability to learn how yeah, to swim. Sometimes you just, know? You know, sometimes people, people just can't swim. Yeah, so I don't know. But, but it just seems like such a detriment to himself. Yeah. Like, man, come on. He, you're holding your tribe back, and most importantly, you're putting a target on your back that's just too Big easy. Time. Yeah. Just way too easy. He had a really hard time getting over that cage. Yeah, there was, was even one part. with that. Yeah, well, even when he was going over the cage, he even said, like, or he was going up without any helping anybody, and then, hey, Keith, help us out. Again, a target on your back, man. Yeah. You can't yeah. hold back that tribe. And, you know, by the time he swam to the cage, not knowing how to swim, he was probably so exhausted. Right. You He's know, wearing himself out. But, yeah, yeah he, he couldn't do the cage very well. And then when it got to the ring toss, he wasn't getting any of the rings, you know, yeah. so they put somebody else in there. And, again, that all comes from so just being exhausted. Yeah. You can't expect to perform the rest of the challenge well when the initial hit, you're working twice, three times as hard as everybody else just trying to swim. Right. And wearing down Chris. Yeah. So it was a whole thing. Yeah. Um, that was that was something that was important. Kind of a big important part because yeah. that's going to influence you know how people think about you in the rest of the challenge. Yeah. So how did the challenge go after that? They uh, so the Manu tribe had a really hard time getting that snake over the cage. Yeah. I mean they were all working on it, and you know the Kama um, tribe did it pretty quickly, but Manu really struggled. Um, for the Kama tribe, Joe did really well, and Eric, Joe and Eric both did really well. Yeah. I mean you know they just they go right through it pretty quickly. Um, and Eric did really good on the ring toss for Kama Tribe, and they're they're the ones that ended up winning it. Yeah. Well, Joe, Joe just again, he's doing that thing we still talked about last week. Where I mean, this luckily they won, right? So it yeah. wasn't an issue. Yeah. But he's putting that target on his back by being too damn good. He really is. Kind of need a fake. I I personally like. I know this is a bad way. You're supposed to be competitive out there. If I were Joe, and I already knew that I was good at stuff. I would kind of dog it a little bit, just so that you could kind of be second best. Yeah, because you know? he's just really way ahead of the rest, you yeah, know. And, it's dangerously good. <laughs> yeah, and luckily they have Eric on his tribe because he's he's right. right behind him. Shift that but yeah, focus just kind of slow down a little bit. Right now, if I was on his tribe, I would not vote him off because the key thing is to win those challenges. Right. And he is a strong one, but especially when they merge... Oh, he's, he's got to be the first. He's runner. definitely got to. Plus, he's pull back super likable, you know? so you know he's dangerous when he gets towards the end. People right. want to vote for him. Oh yeah, vote for him to win. You know, right? Jury, jury eats Joe up. You know, you yeah. got to be careful. Oh yeah, if it gets to the jury, you know, he's got it. I think. Yeah, he's very likable. Uh, I just wanted to say real quick, I really like this challenge because it had you know it's it's again one of these that has lots of little pieces to it, so it's kind of exciting to see what parts gonna fold uh, fold people up. But there was a, a article on HuffPo.com, or Huffington Post, I think is the full yeah. .com, um, where it's all about behind the scenes of them making and how designing the challenges. So make sure you guys check that out. We'll share it on our Twitter, which we're going to try to be active on. Our, I made it just so that when we post these episodes, it automatically goes to our Twitter. But I think I'm going to leave you in charge of that part, because <laughs> I do the other podcast's yeah. uh, Twitter account. Yeah. So 
I think that's going to be your challenge if you okay, go Okay, I got to figure it out. The Twitter account. I have a Twitter account, but I'm not very active on it. So. It's it's at <laughs> Out, Outlast Podcast One. So if you want to bug mom, that's who you get. <laughs> Come on, get on there and bug me. I love it. I think the, the only thing I personally shared on there was when I was at Goodwill, I found the board game, the, the Survivor's board game. There. Yeah. Like brand new, unopened pieces and stuff like that. It was uh-huh. what a steal. But anyways, <laughs> so yeah, HuffPo.com has an article. That I'll share it on the, on the Twitter. Yeah, on Twitter yeah that'd be great. Okay, so uh, yeah, they ended up winning. They ended up picking the fishing kid. Right. Um, and one thing I noticed is, is something real small. Again, it's because they won, so I don't think there's any fallout behind it. Victoria says, oh, we'll take the fishing gear, but it almost seems like he cuts off a couple players that were like about to say something different. Did you catch that? No, I didn't notice that. Victoria was jumping on it pretty quick. Uh-huh. And, and I was like, ooh, man, if you guys lost, that would have been something we've seen back at camp. Yeah. You know? Yeah, Because sure. normally when a tribe wins, we're pretty much done seeing them for the rest because it's all about okay yeah. who's going home with the manu tribe now. Uh-huh. um it just kind of so like that's gonna rub that's gonna rub people off the wrong way yeah know? yeah <laughs> another thing i wanted to mention too is <clears throat> i paid attention to rick a lot right now because spoiler alert he's one of my favorites and uh, <laughs> i noticed that he says good job keith good hustle uh to me i used to play you know back in high school back at the Good old days. I used to play in football. Good hustle means he's a coach, I think. Uh-huh. So I bet I bet somewhere he's coaching his teams, his like kids' teams or something like that. Yeah. We know he's an anchorman. Yeah. Um, and so I wonder if he's also a coach somewhere else for high school. Because that's going to influence his ability a lot, I think. I think yeah. coaches, they are very analytical. I think that they know how to uh, inspire other players mm-hmm. so that again with him and david david who's not a very incur- or a courageous person not, not not necessarily weak or anything like that but i think that's a good combination i don't know it's, yeah when i heard good, good hustle i'm like boom he's a coach yeah <laughs> i just right away that's just such a coach thing you know yeah exactly it is so anyway so we come back from commercial break and we're into manu and having to face the, the fact that they just lost uh keith knows that he looks horrible and he's worried that his name is up so he's right away like kind of he's kind of doing the i'm sorry thing but not Making sure to say I'm not sorry. Yeah. Uh, to he me, was that's like very a, thankful to Chris. Yeah, he Gave was. Gave him a hug, said thank you so much, and you know, I, I don't know. Chris he, really saved his butt, really. Chris did, but it, it's like this like stealth good thing. It's so crazy, because he tells Chris, like, man, you got my full loyalty. And then Chris is like, boom, I just got two votes. Why would I vote this guy out? Yeah. So in in doing bad and needing Chris's health, help, you just now... Got a nice coattail spot. Yeah, yeah. And and we've seen so, so many times in the final three, there's a coattail in there. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, Dan Dan wants Keith out. So, war dog. <laughs> <laughs> Dan wants Keith out. Uh-huh. And, um, and Kelly thinks this is stupid because he's, you got to keep the weak one around and Wendy's the dangerous one. Yeah. You know, and so you have two different strategies here. You got, okay, let's win challenges, which at this point you've lost two in a row. Yeah. Not a bad idea. Yeah. Or you have, let's take out the threats and remain a tight unit. And Dan is new to the game. Kelly's been around for a while, but yeah. I still think Dan might be right for this moment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And later on, we kind of see the more evolutions of this, but so far we have, that's, that's our two different thinkings. Yeah. Win challenges. Or, you know, stay a tight unit. That's that's the two mindsets going forward. Yeah, um, yeah. Kelly says, I'm going to be pissed if, if they vote me out before Keith after that performance that he just made. Yeah. And, you know, she knows her name's being thrown out there. Oh, now, of course. So. It, she's always going to be a big target. She's yeah. Kelly Wentworth. I yeah, mean, yeah. It's hard for me to say Kelly when I normally would say Wentworth, but I'm trying to use first names. But, yeah, she's Kelly Wentworth, so yeah. I mean, it's hard to not vote her out. And then, you know, after Keith does that with Chris saying, you know, I'll be with you to the end and all that. 
Chris goes to Rick, telling Rick about Kelly, you know, right. running Kelly out. Well, then when Rick goes to, uh, Rick went to David, mm-hmm. but when he goes to uh, Dan, or Chris ends up going to Dan, that doesn't end up working out so well. You know, Dan doesn't want to get Kelly out. Right, and then that's their, and they needed Dan to make it five. Yeah. So it was one of those things where it was like, okay, do we change our plan? What's the game plan here? Yeah. And then it just, you got this, this, this thing that kind of just got lucky. When we got the loyalty pledge from uh, Keith to Chris. Again, right. these names are working on it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Chris is like, okay, let's make this happen. I got to save Keith. He's my extra vote. Mm-hmm. So he approaches he approaches Rick, and Rick's like, uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> like, holy cow, we didn't think yeah. we could swing you kind of thing. And uh, and they're cool, totally cool targeting Kelly. She's like the next best, next yeah. best option, right? So then David and Rick are very happy. They're very on board. Uh, then Rick approaches Keith, and uh, one thing with Keith before he ended up speaking up in the last episode, like telling the next tribe, you know, right? But this time, when it's your neck on the line, stay quiet. Yeah, <laughs> Keith was smart about it. He didn't tell anybody. He was just super excited and yeah. just tried to keep his cool. Yeah, I think it was smart on Rick's point to be the one that talks to him now. I think Rick's trying to make sure he's seen as the playmaker. Does he think that's happening? Right. Yeah, I I think so. Rick is making a lot of different. Uh, calls and yeah you know i think he's he is the playmaker well he is points, in a lot of ways know? but yeah. i think david might be making plays but rick is also kind of the one that's like you know what i'm saying being the one that approached keith now who's keith giving his loyalty to we know he's giving yeah. it to chris but now it looks like oh look he's coming over to or not keith uh looks like rick's coming over to save me yeah so then rick is also in my corner right. you know right it might be a smart move on his point in his part i noticed like um you know when they went to dan Dan didn't agree because he said, you know, Wentworth's already got a target on her back. Yeah. But he also he also wanted it to be his plan. Which is something that Wentworth wanted as well. Yeah. So, you know, I think, oh, they're a little controlling. They yeah. want everything to be their plan, you know, yeah. kind of like we've seen in seasons past. Oh, of know? course, of course. <laughs> These two, it's funny because they're, you could tell already, Dan is one of those guys that like this guy, he's a returning player status. He is very good at this game. You could tell already. Yeah. He may not be your favorite person. Right. Because he has a big uh, personality. Yeah. But he is very good at this game. And and it's kind of like, uh, it reminds me of, not to the same degree, but was it Natalie last year? Yeah. They got voted out early. Yeah. Big personality. Very strategic player. Yeah. Um, so, but I don't think him and Kelly can be on the same alliance for very long. Yeah. Uh, that's going to blow up hard. And then they we're going to see, oh man, we're going to see sparks fly when those two are against each other. Oh, I know. Oh man, that's going to be a And I, sometimes I think that, you know, when you have that mentality that you want it to be your plan and you're not just going with others, you're not a team player. And eventually yeah, they're going to see true. that, you know, that's like, true. oh, this one never votes with us. It's another you know? target on your back. He's trying to run the show. And exactly. Yeah. So it might work against him. And that. once you get to the merger, oh, when yeah. that personality comes in and you are the other tribe, well, you take the head off the cobra. Yeah. You always do. Yeah, exactly. So, you know. Um, so then we see Chris is, a, you know, he approaches Dan, Dan saying no. Mm-hmm. And, and this is, again, this is the point where Dan comes up with a really good point. He's saying, well, okay, look, we need to keep Kelly because once we get to the merger, you need a bigger target. If yeah. you don't, you are the big target. Right. So he said, Keith he's, Kelly. He's just, definitely thinking I'm ahead. I'm telling you, this guy, you may not be his favorite, but he's good. Yeah. The only reason he's not in my favorites is I don't think he'll get to the end. I think he's going to be one of those guys that, I don't know, we've seen Boston Rob do it, but um, he's too big, he's too smart to where people are going to notice it. Everybody yeah. else is staying quiet about their maneuvers. He's open about them. He's right. 
And right. so he approaches as soon, people right away. Yeah. As soon as somebody can blindside him and still win challenges, he's gone. I yeah. think. I think so too. He's too smart for his I, own good. <laughs> I think he's you know, he's good, but yeah. He's he's gonna be out early. Yeah. And I think, I'm not sure. Yeah. And another thing he brings up too that I thought was like, wow, that is that is thinking ahead is he says if Keith gets too far, he's a final three person. Because he's the kind of person you can bring to cha- to to the final, and nobody will vote for him. And right. there's always somebody like that. Yeah. You know, whenever we see a, a, a final tribal council, they always do the votes. And then, I mean, like realistically, it's always between two people. There's always right. that third person. Exactly. And Keith's the kind of person already. People are thinking that way. Yeah. They'll just carry him along. He's an extra sure. vote. I mean, yeah. Chris has got to be thinking that way. Oh, definitely. He has the loyalty of him. Yep. I bring him, and I'm going up against Kelly or something like that. I'm good. Yeah. You know? Yeah, definitely. Kelly, before Tribal, she starts to notice people are acting a little differently. And she's been in this boat before, so she's getting kind of worried, rightfully so. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, definitely. So it gets Tribal. It's basically Keith versus Kelly. And what did you think of this Tribal? How did things shake out? I thought it was pretty good. Um, You know, I thought, it. you know, Jeff would just right away was telling Keith, you know, do you feel like you're a target? Yeah. Keith like, you know, well, thanks for pointing that out right now, you know? So I thought that was kind of funny, but yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Um, Chris talking about, you know, uh, not wanting to lose challenges, but it's more important that you have the loyal people. Yeah. So kind of letting people know that, you know, he this might is my not. game plan. This yeah. Is what I'm yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. They asked Dan and, you know, he said after the vote, he'll know where, his loyal people are and yeah you know and, and one thing i thought keith said was really smart he says well look here's the thing and it's i mean it, even jeff brings up like well that's exactly survivors basically is everybody makes their plans everybody thinks they're safe that means it has to be a blind side because right. the whole point is is this going to be a blind side yeah and so we're watching this and and we're thinking well it's either keith or it's a blind side well, keith says i feel like i'm safe basically yeah so that means that somebody's getting blindsided is it me or is it you know kelly basically? yeah yeah and well, that's when David says, you know, he goes through that whole thing. If it's a blind, it, it will be a blind side for somebody because yeah. even if they vote for me, I don't know it. You know what I mean? Right, right, Myself. Right. So it's considered a blind side, but you know. So then the votes go out and we get a little bit of Wendy, we get a little bit of Kelly, but overall it's Keith. Yeah. Uh, Keith's is sent home, probably for the betterment of the tribe. It was a blind side, he, <laughs> you know, as we know. Yeah. Um... But it's probably just betterment for the tribe, really. They gotta they gotta keep these numbers strong so they can get into the merger. Yeah. Um, and then, but here's the twist, guys. Normally we say goodbye and we see people get up from tribal and they head out and we get kind of the quick little discussions like, "Wow, that's crazy." Da da da. No, we follow Keith out, and this is something new. And it kind of feels weird watching it. Yeah. They're like well, usually they're off into the sunset. We'll yeah. see them again unless they're jury. No, we actually follow them out, so it's kind of an interesting way to go. Uh, man, I'm wondering how Ponderosa is going to shake out now with oh, all this. Oh, I know. I man, wonder... I'm looking forward to all yeah. that. Anyway, so it comes up to the post Ooh. of decision. That's a decision post or whatever. Um, and he's deciding on which way to go. He's looking to God because we know that he's pretty religious. Uh-huh. Um, and he goes to kind of reach for the uh, Edge of Extinction torch, but then decides to back out. To me, this is a no-brainer. Go for Edge of Extinction. You're there yeah. to play. Yeah, why would you? why would you even debate about it? Because... Just go for it, and if you don't win whatever challenge is ahead yeah. or whatever, then you know you're out. But why would you just stop and not even try? I'm know? very interested if anybody's going to say no to it. Okay, so I think Keith, of, of the people that will go, I think Keith might be one of them that will say no because he feels like, you know what, I'm I'm tired of this, or I, but I still think he's going to take the torch. But I think he might say no. Is there anybody else of the tribes you think would say, I'm just going home? 
I know it's a surprise question and you're looking over the... <laughs> I know. Now I have to look at the picture. <laughs> <laughs> I, mine's um, propped up right in front of me. So I, I think, we learn I think if anybody would say no, it would be Keith. Only because he knows he doesn't have the skills that he needs to to be there. I, I think know? I think he's excited to be there, but I think he's learning how hard it can be. Yeah. Um, um, I don't know. I Victoria seems like kind of a weak player the way she's like, well, I don't know how to look for an idol. And I, you know what I mean? Well, yeah. I but think, I don't know that yeah. she would choose to go home. I mean, we haven't seen much of her it yet. It takes so much to get out there. There's so many people trying every time. You yeah. Know, they have very narrow picks. I don't Maybe Wendy? I think Wendy I, would probably Oh, try. no. I, I think, yeah. I think we're seeing, this week was such a good week for Wendy. We saw her play. Yeah, we did see a game. lot more. Yeah. yeah. I don't know that anybody would would just give up. I think everybody's gonna. To me, it's a no-brainer. Try to go to the. You already survived extinction. at this point like five, six days. Yeah. Why would you not go for just to see what it is? Nobody knows what Edge of Extinction is. Yeah. That's the thing too, man. That's such an exciting part about this game. Nobody even knows what it is it, that it even exists. They just think right. That, they think that Reem's sitting at home now. They think that yeah. that Keith's getting on a plane. No, no, no. They're on another island. And I wonder yeah. how long, like, how many people are we gonna get uh, at the Edge of Extinction before they show the players that. There yeah. is such a thing. You know what I mean? I'm hoping what happens. Is it just going to be yeah. a couple that do a challenge and one comes back? Or is it going to build up to like five or six people and then they come back? Yeah. I don't know. I'm hoping it gets to like right before merger and they're like, hey guys, we're going to do a challenge. And then the two tribes come out and then the third tribe surprises them. Yeah. By coming out. That and would be cool. And just blows the mind out of everybody <laughs> sitting there. That would be nuts. That and would then be. Reem's sitting there and they're like, oh no, Reem. And then, oh no, Keith. You know, they're all worried about it. Especially, him. you know, if they vote off a badass like Joe. Or Kelly, yeah. Yeah. And they see him and over there like... And then all of a sudden they come back, you know. Yeah, and that's it's time thing. to merge. It's like, oh shit. If know, they knew about Extinction Island or Edge of Extinction, they wouldn't vote out really good players because they'd have to compete against them later on. That's a whole other thing too. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> I'm so curious how they're going to do that. It's funny that I, when this first was announced, I was like, oh, okay, it's something different. I was, you know, I was like when they kind of do a tweak to the game, we get some interesting stuff like Hidden Idols as a tweak and yeah. stuff like that. This is a big one. This is, this This might be something to keep in for the future. Yeah. Well, I don't know because the, the idea of the surprise is what's really enjoying, what we're really enjoying. Yeah, so. yeah, them not letting us know about it. Because yeah. like when they did... Um, Redemption Island was that the one Redemption that they did Island? the challenges yeah. right away? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people were coming back. Yeah, there. Yeah, that was a pretty fun one where uh, they had like remember that was one with the families. Yeah. And so you had like, I think there was one part where one family member was fighting the other one. Yeah. It was like the mother daughter one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good too. <laughs> and the daughter kind of got to where she was like, "Hey, mom's going out." Well, that's the thing. <laughs> I can't remember the name. It kills me because she's come back and she is a really good player. I really enjoy watching yeah. her play, but I can't remember the names. There's so many names, guys. It's been thirty-eight seasons. That was a good one, but yeah, times when they did their challenge. People, it was like, you know, "Sorry, mom." Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's look at um, let's look at our stocks here. We we in the pre-show we picked stocks basically for everybody, a percentage of how we liked them. Um, and instead of going through each person because we're already at thirty-four minutes, um, let's go ahead and say of the people who who's going up and down for you, okay? So like Reem, for example, I had her at pretty pretty high, pretty pretty modest. I think I had her around eighties. I would say, and, and after the first show, I would say down. But her surviving out there, I think she might be going on the upswing. I think Reem is re-galvanizing herself out there. Yeah. She's becoming stronger out right. there. Right. She seems like she is. Um, for me, like, keep... I had him going... I had... that had I liked him, really him high, at 75. Yeah. And then I thought he would go, like, 85. Um, that really surprised me. He's yeah. a lot less than what I thought. Just, Just... Uh, around true physical performance, right? He's, he's right. much lower. Oh, yeah. I 
think he's a great guy, but yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. yeah. And then, you know, just his favorite being Jeremy and all that. I kind of thought he'd come in as a strong Play like Jeremy. Yeah. yeah Jeremy a was a beast out there. You couldn't stop him. The yeah. Case. yeah. Yeah. So that one really surprised me. Um, probably another one is Chris. Chris is doing very well. And I had him at 65 and 60. So, you know, he's doing better than what I expected. I'd say Chris is going up for me. Rick is definitely going up for me. Uh, David, I mean, all the favorites, I have them where they, where I wanted them. I think Kelly might be going home. I, I think, I think I said she had the best chance of all the favorites in the Uh pre-show. And that's completely the opposite now because I think she's the first of the favorites to go out. She, yeah, people are, uh... people are more aware of her skills than I anticipated them to be aware of her skills. Yeah. (laughs) So that's not great. And Aubrey, depending on, you know, she still keeps trying to. Yeah. Play each person. That, that might she be is a my favorite returner. I know. Yeah, I really I know. like Aubrey. She's she's such a good player, but again, it's the the people that we're seeing out there, and this has been happening throughout the season, 38 seasons. The first few seasons of Survivors, people were kind of clueless on how to play this game. Mm-hmm. Now when we get people on the show, they grew up on Survivors, you know. Yeah. And so they, they know exactly what to look for. They know exactly when you're pulling some BS on them. So yeah. it's kind of trickier. Uh, yeah, I mean, I would say, uh, I think Ron might be slipping for me. Um, yeah. I don't know. What do, you, what do you think about Eric? Eric was one of your favorites. How do you think he's doing? I think he's doing pretty good. Um, I thought, favorite, but... you know, he's he's right there behind Joe and in challenges. I haven't seen him do a whole lot socially. Yeah. But I think in challenges he's doing well. Still so, going to go to Livermore, Livermore to see how the firefighters are going, right? <laughs> see if you can get I'm that still firefighter. still going to have to go over there and call 911. <laughs> get, that, get that firefighter calendar that I'm sure they have over in Livermore. Oh, definitely. <laughs> Wouldn't that be a good thing to look at? <laughs> oh, goodness. You know me too well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think Dan, I think of all of them, I think Dan's my biggest surprise. I had him very low because he seemed so arrogant in his bio, right? Yeah. Talking about a sex drive and all this stuff Bringing like that. sex appeal and all that. Yeah. Thing. What he doesn't mention is how smart of a player he is, and that's one thing we're definitely seeing. His stock's going way over me. Yeah. I still think he's going to be voted out as soon as somebody gets a chance, just because he's too dangerous, but his 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 evaluation is much higher for me. Yeah, he's he's actually playing a pretty good game. I had that I liked him 25% and that he would stay 70. Um, I think that's still pretty close to the same because I still don't care for him a whole lot. I like but him But I think he's more. playing yeah. a good game. I had him at low. I don't have my percentages. You're you're on top of that. <laughs> you have the cheat sheet, which is helping you a lot. Um, that's right. That's right. And uh, oh, there it is. Anyways, yeah, I had him real low like that too. But I think my liking him is even up because I'm liking what I'm seeing out of him. He's not as arrogant as one would assume, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, Keith for me is shaky. Kelly's always been awesome. Uh, Gavin, I think, is really good. He's playing under the radar, but that's. You know, um, that's how you that's how it is. You see those guys win all the time. Yeah, they're a little low under the radar the first half of the season. They come in at that second half and win the show. Right, right. Uh, yeah, so I think I think we're seeing some main major changes. Um, the bios you could tell they're written by the players, and I think they might try to make themselves look smarter or stronger in the bio. And then when you see them in action, you're like, oh no, this is how they are. This yeah. It, or the other way around. So I think written bio, it's like when you like when you see like on Tinder or something like that, or one of those dating mm-hmm. websites. Right. You always see the best picture of the person, and then when you see them on a date, you're like, okay, this was from about ten years ago. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, of course. We're looking at bios <laughs> written by these people, and then we see them in action. We're like, eh, okay, hold on. <laughs> where did your head of hair go? Or where did yeah. you, you know, yeah, <laughs> a few extra pounds? Or... <laughs> I, 
didn't see these wrinkles before. What exactly. are these wrinkles? You know, stuff like that. So we're seeing those now. Yeah. Uh, we're getting to know these people. Yeah, with Victoria, um, I think that's the case with her. Like in her bio, it said she was controlling and oh yeah, and and she to me doesn't seem like a strong player. Just like oh, and we didn't yeah. see much of her. Well, so. we didn't see much of her. I think the big th- big thing with her, she's she's much more subtle than we thought before yeah. compared to Julie, who I already I already did like from her bio, but now we're seeing her out there. She is aggressive, and I love that. Yeah. She's out there to win this game. Yeah. And she's not waiting for the merger. She's starting now. Yeah. So I, I really, you know, Julie's yeah, I was glad to list. see more of Julie. We didn't see much of her in the first episode. Yeah. All right. So now we're at our favorite part. So we talk about our favorites. So we already talked. We already picked our favorite winners or our favorite returners. I'm sorry. Your favorite returner was Joe. My guy see. Joe. And my favorite returner <laughs> is Aubrey. Okay. And uh, how is your favorite doing so far? How is your How's your favorite returner doing so far? He's doing great. Yeah. I mean, he kills it in challenges. <laughs> Again, he probably needs to pull back a little bit because that's well, more I, of a target on him. Yeah. But um, everybody loves him. I haven't seen anybody talk about voting him out yet. Yeah. They, so, they you know, keep winning. he's got Aubrey there, which kind of helps because they've as thrown her name out. As soon as they out. lose. I know it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's true. I mean, they haven't went to councils, you know, so. That's councils, So. Yeah. That's why they're safe, but... And then for Aubrey, I, I really enjoy her gameplay. I just wish it wasn't seen. <laughs> so, yeah, I think she I think she's playing really well. Yeah. But I think people are watching her play too well. Right. And so that's going to be the problem. But I still think if she can get that shine off, if she can get the spotlight on somebody else, I'll see you at the finals. You know, yeah. I just love Aubrey. I yeah. think she's, she's, she's my favorite player out there. Yeah, she is very good. All right, so now we're picking our favorites of the newbies okay so we pick one from each tribe and these are our favorites we want to see them get to the end we think they will last last time we got we got two out of the three of the finale i think it was i'll have to double check i know we didn't yeah pick i one, had but we got mike like, yeah i think you I had, had mike, mike and i had and christian Katie. that got like second to the last and then david we had david up there too yeah and i had i had like the first person voted out okay <laughs> I just loved her so much. She's awesome. Anyways, all right. So I'll go first. I'll go with my new tribe. I'm picking Rick. He is our anchorman. Um, at first I thought, okay, well, he's just going to be all personality because he's going to do his anchorman thing. Yeah. But we are seeing him get tight with it, with David, who he already mentioned is a big target as well. So he wanted to find the big person to kind of ride right behind him. That's winners. Uh, I can already imagine his final speech where he's talking about how, like, yeah, I was there, but I was making all the decisions. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's a speech we've heard before. That's his future speech. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, it's versus him and David at the end, I think that's his big thing. It's like, yeah, I was the one making the choices, though. Yeah. And he can, like, start bringing up a resume, which he's already started to build. He saved Keith according to Keith. You yeah. Know? So. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's a good pick. Yeah. And then who do you pick in front of Manu Tribe? Uh, Manu Tribe, I'm going to go, gosh, it's a toss-up between yeah. Chris and Lauren. Okay, okay. Um, I think Chris is playing a good social game. Uh, he couldn't really convince uh, Dan to go for Kelly. Right. So I don't know what an impact he's going to have on people, but Dan's kind of a hard person to convince because he wants everything to be his Yeah. His plan. True, um, true, true, true. And I like Lauren, but I'm kind of worried about her being with Kelly so much. But I think she's going to, the way she hid that, I don't from Kelly though. Think about that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm going to pick Lauren. <laughs> I've been going back and forth with those yeah, two. <laughs> I know. I think Chris is... I, honestly, both are very safe bets. I think they're both very good players. Yeah. And so we'll see a lot out of them. Yeah. So I'm going to pick Lauren. Okay. So who are you going to pick from the Kama tribe? I am picking Eric. 
Eric, okay. My firefighter. <laughs> You're a firefighter. You gotta get you that. But he's playing a real good physical game. He is, yeah. And he um, has Joe taking a lot of that, that, yeah. that, you know, the star power away from him, though. So that's good. You know, yeah. that's good on his part. Uh, gotta go get that Livermore firefighter calendar. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And my pick is gonna be Julie. Again, she's aggressive. Uh, from the bio, I liked, I wanted to pick her. So I, uh-huh. I was happy to see that she just. You know, she was truthful on that dating website profile we're talking about, you know. Yeah. Um, I think she's a really hard player, and she's she's wanting to win this game. And as long as she doesn't, you know, you know you're talking to Victoria, and you're like, come on, why aren't you playing? Make sure you bind well with them. It looks like they haven't said that they're an alliance, but it looks like they're already talking like they are an alliance. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So she could take Victoria and maybe, you know, uh, get with Julia and maybe Aubrey. I don't know. But yeah, yeah get with Aubrey that way she could be your shield kind of thing. You yeah, know? they definitely need to do that. And wasn't she the one that wanted to get Aubrey out? I think she, yeah. Because, yeah, she probably was thinking ahead like that. So I wouldn't be surprised. I didn't catch it, but yeah. probably would be. Um, so, okay. So those are our favorites. I got Julie, I got Rick, and I got Aubrey. And you're looking at Lauren, Eric, and Joe. Joe. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. What are, guys, I'm going to tell you right now. What are those are the winners? <laughs> I'm calling it. I'm calling it right now. <laughs> All I right. hope so. Yeah. So I got I got a couple questions for you, and, and we are running a little long on this one, so we'll go quick with these. Um, would you pick... So say you're trying to vote somebody out. Okay. Would you rather have the ability to win challenges or to have the the easy second vote with you at all times? Like like Chris's situation with Keith. Um, I think I would look at winning challenges at this point. We're only at the second episode. Yeah. Um, only because you've got to keep your your good players in your team, you know, in your tribe. Yeah. Um, and I think like that weak person, like if you were to keep Keith, you got a long ways to go to try to keep that person. Right, right, right. And he's looking weak to everybody. Yeah. He is. So it's just a matter of time before he gets kicked out. You yeah. know what I mean? Or voted out. Right. Um, so at this point, I think I would just, you know, my focus would be keeping your tribe strong. I am. Uh, otherwise, so. Yeah, I think I would probably agree with you. The only thing I can think of going the other way with this is if you can keep if you can keep Keith around, right? Or or we'll just say the weak person around is your second whoever, vote, right? Yeah. If you can get to the merger and you are weak, because we've seen it so many times that this is how it plays out. You get to the merger and say you're like three people versus their seven. Those three people are I mean, maybe in the first few seasons, like the first half of Survivor seasons, we saw it go like, okay, vote those three out. That's not the case anymore. We've got voting blocks now, guys. Right. Those three people now become actually the most valuable players in the game. Right. Because somebody on that big alliance, that big tribe, is wanting to make a move. They're building that resume. They'll pick those three up and make their resume. Yeah. And start voting them out. So you almost kind of want, this sounds crazy, if you know you can win because or win the votes out because you had that second vote, mm-hmm. yes, I think I'll do this. You know you could win out all the votes because you had that second vote. Then I would make sure that I'm the weaker guy going into the merger, so that I'm the MVP, so yeah. that I can make the moves. I think that's the best way to go. Yeah, that's nuts. You could even say once you get to the end, like I was on the weak side of this, and right. I so the so long keep con, me in because you know I'm a weak player. And yeah, I think the long con is all the way wanna, to the last three. <laughs> you want to limp into mergers so that yeah. you can go for it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Next thing is uh, which tribe? This is just generally. You've seen these tribes play together and stuff like that. Which tribe would you want to join? Oh, definitely the Kama tribe. Really? It's just because it, of Joe and Eric. Definitely. <laughs> Pretty much. I get to see Joe. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, but <laughs> um, they're stronger players. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's a couple of good ones 
on um, the Manu tribe, but I do think that that Kama tribe has a lot of stronger players. It's funny, yeah. And until they merge, they're gonna. I think they're gonna win a lot of the immunity challenge, the uh, reward and immunity challenges. It's funny you say that because I'm gonna pick personally Manu tribe for the other reason because I think they are the weaker players. Yeah. And I think I can help. I can form a group out of that group a lot easier than I can the uh, Kama tribe. I think I would get along real well with Rick, Chris, David, Lauren, um, Keith. I can get along with Keith really well. Reem, I think I can get along with Reem even. Wendy, I mean, I'd just be worried about Kelly. <laughs> She's too dangerous. Yeah. But I honestly think I could create a good alliance out of Manu and out of Kama tribe. I, I could, but it would, not, it would not be as easy. Yeah, I mean, I get that. But the thing is, is if they don't start winning... Yeah. challenges they're just going to be picked off one by one see that's you know? that comes to our last question I, I think we're on two different strategies here you're one to come in like the bulldozer and i'm trying to limp into merger i'm yeah. trying to be the the swing vote yeah you know yeah i i see what you're saying i thought it was funny that when um keith was going out he says so you guys really think you're going to win challenges <laughs> just because they got him out it's going to be a lot like, easier keith. yeah it's going to be easier <laughs> <laughs> you got it dude that's why you're walking out working <laughs> We'll see. He might be getting his revenge. I'm pretty excited about yeah, Edge of Extinction. Yeah, he might. Yeah, so. you never know. <laughs> All right, so next week looks like the two main headlines is Aubrey's getting worried. You know, people are starting to catch her game. And the other one is that Wendy gets hurt. She has a huge bruise on her ankle, so we'll see how that shakes out. Hopefully everything's okay. Yeah, I wonder if it's broke. She said something about yeah, there, it possibly being broke. And I, it's, like, oh, man, I mean, it's huge. Oh, yeah, it was a bad bruise. Yeah. No medevacs this season, hopefully. Hopefully everybody's okay. I hope so, yeah. Um, all right, guys, so that's going to do it for us. Uh, again, pay attention to Twitter account. Mom's running it now. <laughs> I'm going to work on that. I'm going to get you the sign up. So uh, we're going to be coming at you with a Twitter account that's Outlast Podcast 1. And uh, that'll be it, guys. We'll see you guys next week. Okay, have a good week. Bye.